Breaking news, former Vice President Mike Pence has just suspended his campaign for president. CNN's Kristen Holmes joins me now from Las Vegas. Uh, talk about a, a very big surprise coming out of that conference today. I, I'm guessing nobody saw that coming. Yeah, Jim, this was a huge surprise. I talked to some of the event planners who said they had no idea that this was coming. I saw some of Pence's top aides here, wondered why they had come to this event, but uh, obviously now that is clear. Now, one thing uh, that we're really watching here is why. We're talking about why he decided to drop out. And part of that reason is the fact that he hadn't qualified yet for that third Republican debate. And sources tell our colleague Jeff Zeleny that this was a principal reason behind the decision to drop out of this race. But I did speak to another Pence advisor who also said that Pence just saw the writing on the wall, saw that there really wasn't room for him. A lane that he thought that was there in this primary just didn't exist. So take a listen to what Pence had to say. I'm traveling across the country over the past six months. I came here to say it's become clear to me. This is not my time. So after much prayer and deliberation, I have decided to suspend my campaign for president effective today. Now, I'm leaving this campaign, but let me promise you, I will never leave the fight for conservative values, and I will never stop fighting to elect principled Republican leaders to every office in the land. So help me God. And Jim, I really think you and I are two people who are best positioned to be reporting on this because we have firsthand watched Pence's rise and fall within the Republican Party. We were standing outside of Trump Tower when that announcement came that Pence was going to be vice president. It was clear why Trump picked him. He needed somebody who was more establishment, somebody who could put other conservatives at ease, somebody who really helped with the evangelical community. He helped bolster him in the Republican Party. Now, of course, Pence was also by his side all through that four years in the White House, and the relationship became fractured when Pence decided not to obey Trump's demands, not to overturn the election, instead certified that election. And that's something that we've seen you know, him have to face on the campaign trail. We are really looking at Donald Trump's Republican Party. He, Pence was questioned about this. Uh, as Donald Trump called him weak, he was called weak by voters in various town halls who asked him why it was that he just certified the election. I, myself, spoke to voters who said they didn't understand why he didn't try harder to overturn the election results. But I just think, again, it is a very significant moment here when you look at the evolution of the Republican Party, from Pence being brought in to be the core establishment Republican person in the 2016 unconventional ticket of Donald Trump, to where we are now, whereas Mike Pence has no lane and no room in the Republican Party. Yeah, Kristen Holmes, no, no doubt about it. I mean, when they were chanting, hang Mike Pence on January 6th, it was very clear at that point that uh, this was not going to be Mike Pence's Republican Party. Uh, I want to bring in Jeff Zeleny, uh, who is in Des Moines, Iowa, with us as well. Uh, Kristen, you stand by. Stay with us if you can. Uh, Jeff, uh, your sense of things, as Kristen was just saying a few moments ago, what a turn of events uh, for the former vice president. He just could not catch on inside Donald Trump's Republican Party. It's just not going to happen. He couldn't, Jim, and it certainly was not uh, for a lack of uh, uh, handshakes that he uh, gave here in Iowa and stops that he made. For the last several months, he has been campaigning aggressively, trying to find that lane, trying to find a way 
in the Republican Party. And the reality is uh, his audiences were small. Uh, they were generally respectful, but there simply was not the opening for him. So uh, I'm told by his advisors that he wanted to end his campaign, suspend his campaign, and announce this in a public forum. And today's event in Las Vegas was one of the last best chances to do that. He was not likely to qualify for that third debate in Miami because he simply had not reached the number of donors. So he spent the last week, I'm told, uh, calling around to a lot of donors. He had some fundraising uh, success, but not the broad base that he needed. So the question is, what does this do to the race? Uh, several of his rivals have uh, come out and uh, praised him. Of course, the former president has not. But uh, some of his rivals, of course, will be looking for an endorsement if he gives one. So that's the central question right now. We've asked his advisors if he plans to do so. And he only said in his speech that he plans to uh, stay involved and help elect principled Republican leaders. So that would be an indication that he might plan to weigh in with an endorsement. The question is, would any of that actually matter? Uh, I'm told he was planning to come to Iowa uh, next week and in the coming weeks to campaign because this, of course, is the place that opens the uh, the presidential nominating contest early next year. He needed to do well here, but he simply was not getting the uh, support and traction on the ground. He was having a hard time raising money and, again, not making the debate stage, which his advisors uh, thought he would struggle to do, certainly would, would be the end. So he wanted to end this on his own terms in a public speech, and that's what we saw earlier today in Las Vegas, Joe. Yeah, uh, Jeff Zellin, no question about it. Better to get out early for Mike Pence than to keep waiting, especially if you're one of those Republicans who wants right. to stop Trump. At some point, these non-Trump Republican candidates are going to have to coalesce behind somebody like a Nikki Haley, like a Chris Christie, if anybody's going to have a chance to take out uh, Trump in these upcoming primaries. Uh, also with us right now is uh, former advisor, uh, former Vice President Mike Pence, Olivia Troy. And Olivia, I mean, I was just mentioning with Kristen Holmes a few moments ago this turn of events, uh, just a Shakespearean turn of events, really, for Mike Pence throughout all of this. I remember being inside the White House when they would have those cabinet meetings, and it was always Mike Pence who had sort of the, you know, uh, those moments going around the, the cabinet room praising the president. You know, you remember praising the dear leader, those kinds of moments that would take place inside the White House. And, and juxtaposing that with what took place on January 6th, we have some video not that we need to remind our viewers, but to show it one more time is what was happening. And Olivia, so I, I guess one of my questions has always been regarding this, this run for Mike Pence. Why did he ever think he had a chance, given what took place on January 6th? Yeah. I look, I always find those images so jarring. I'm never going to get over seeing that and feel a sense of normalcy because it's just so disturbing to me still today that that ever happened to Mike Pence. But, you know, I think he thought that there would be an opportunity to really court conservatives and Republicans into his lane. And I think that we've seen that uh, him dropping out is just another sign of where the Republican Party is. It is Trump's party. And Jim, to be honest with you, when I saw the headline hit that he had dropped out, I was sad. I was sad for the Republican Party, and I was also sad for the country, because regardless of how you feel about Mike Pence's politics, this is one step closer that Trump gets closer to that Oval Office again. And so I think it's important for Mike Pence to really come out and start speaking truthfully about the danger that Trump is. And I hope yeah. that he will play a role 
in building that coalition against Trump and just addressing it firsthand. When he talked about being, you know, engaging and remaining in the fight to for principal conservatism, I think that's the biggest thing that he can do right now is really just start being more forceful. And Olivia, just uh, to follow up on that, do you think there's a chance really for any of these candidates at this point to stop Trump? Can the rest of the Republican Party that does not want Trump as the nominee, do they have the time and do they have the numbers really to stop him at this point? Well, clearly what we've seen is that they don't have the numbers. He is so far ahead of the rest of them. But I do think maybe it's time for them to sit down and figure out who has the best chance of winning, um, who could potentially gain on him and really actually work together again. Since and look, I think Mike Pence should be out there. He should be talking to Liz Cheney right now and saying, okay, let's work together. What can we all do to work together? And because this is going to be a fight, whether, you know, I don't know whether Trump will be in jail or not. We're still waiting to see what's going to happen. But right now, he is likely going to be the nominee. And I think it's, it's, it's up to all of us to really take this seriously and realize what is coming for our country. And no one knows better than Mike Pence of what that means. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, guys, thanks to all of you for jumping on the, the breaking news so quickly. Kristen, uh, Jeff Zeleny, Olivia Troy, uh, thanks to all of you. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, Jeff, it looks like it's getting cold in Iowa. Special thanks to you for that as well. It is. Uh, thank you. I know it is. I know it's that time of year. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it.